All right, we are back. We are ready. And actually, I think it's going to be a really gorgeous day. So, woof. Yes. Did take a little bit of a longer sabbatical there than the normal uh, Saturday, Sunday that I've got off. Uh, Monday and Tuesday. For nothing super deep or personal, but just some personal reasons. Uh, trying to be focused and ready and uh, and. Didn't want to put out a product that I wouldn't be happy with, and that's what would have happened if I had made my podcast. So, full transparency with y'all. Just didn't want to put out a crappy product, and my mind was definitely somewhere else. And there you go. But my audience has spoken. I got some quick feedback last night saying, Where are you? Come on, Rico, make it happen. <laughs> And uh, and that was great. So I always clamor for feedback, and I definitely got it last night saying, I don't care what your problems are. Just make a freaking podcast. We enjoy them. Please put them out. So um, I said, gotcha, read you loud and clear, and I will jump back into it ASAP. So, But when I last uh, left you on Friday, some craziness went down at work. Um, somebody, uh, one of our, um, we'll just, we'll keep it very general and generic that, that we had a confirmed case of COVID from somebody that was on our site and we had to take action, have some discussions up and down the chain of command on how to proceed. Super long story short, we did, we came through it. And on top of that, I was also taking my wife to, uh, to Tennessee <laughs> while trying to ensure that, you know, we were being safe and communicating and everything going on with that. And so definitely an interesting jam-packed weekend. And, and then because of that, we went really minimal staff here. Specifically on Monday, we went super minimal staff. And all I could say to, to me and the... the the three other guys that were on site was we survived <laughs> um, wait how many do no it was me and two other people there was three of us on site so three of us on site that includes me and and we survived and then um kind of more back to business as usual yesterday still very minimal but got a few people back um, and it's been interesting I, I like it I like the challenges that we face in this pandemic I think it speaks to character it speaks to your ability to, to be adaptive have good sound judgment reasoning being calm under pressure and there's a great saying that says the problems of today can't be solved with the same kind of thinking that created them so what are we going to motivate about what are we going to talk about right that was a quick flash recap on on how the last four days for me have just been uh pretty bonkers and that's a great word right bonkers actually the way the mind thinks when i was a kid there used to be a candy called bonkers it was like a starbush starburst chewy gummy thing and it had, it was a square, and there was a flavor within a flavor. 
So right there was a square within the square, but they were two different flavors. Bonkers. Those were good. At least what I remember. I'm sure you. I don't know, actually. Now I gotta Google that later. See if I can even find them to see if they still exist. But so yes, yeah, so the last four days were completely bonkers for me, and I loved it. I really do uh, like the challenge and the excitement of it. And it got me thinking to to that attitude, that mindset once again. And I wanted to, to, to speak to a, a book that definitely helped maybe more so uh, quantify or tangibly put into words the things that I'd always thought, you know, and, and that's what uh, I had some good discussion with some colleagues a few weeks back about, about how I am and the way I think. And a lot of it was just uh, trial and error in life and, and seeing what worked and what didn't work. But then it's also great when you can get maybe a little confirmation by, by, by picking up a book and not just, I mean, nowadays, I'll tell you this, anybody can write a book and that's fantastic, but then anybody can write a book. So it gets a little watered down and, and finding a really good book that speaks to what, not just a book to affirm what you believe, but really have the proof in the pudding the research to back it up um, is awesome and that's the book I, I want to recommend here for everybody and then speak to what it's about and why I think it's really important it's called uh, Grit uh, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by uh, Angela Duckworth but if you just search Grit and Angela Duckworth I'll say that one more time Grit and Angela Duckworth You'll find her uh, TED Talk online. It's awesome. Obviously, it speaks to the, her book. And the gist of her book is is just that. I mean, it's grit. And she, because she was very driven, very passionate. Um, and it kind of got her into a field and industry that she lost the, the uh, some passion for. And it was interesting to that she, when she went back to school, or some of the things she studied in school, it led her down the path of uh, human psychology. And and then she got curious based on some studies and research and papers she was doing on kind of what separates the truly successful people in life um, from everybody else. And in the book, she talks about all the, the papers and research and reports. She did uh, a few, a few. She did a lot of case studies at West Point she looked at other people's prior research on it, uh, picked their brains, and and so it's pretty awesome because once again, like I said, it's not just a matter of her saying her opinion. This is her <laughs> people driving crazy. Um, this is her doing a lot of the research. And, and her speaking to it. So it definitely kind of backs it up. Um, so Grit by Angela Duckworth. Highly recommend it. And the, and the emphasis here is, is, is grit. Is the, is the perseverance. It's not, it's not necessarily the aptitude 
or you know your SAT scores, ACT scores. It, it, it really is just your ability to fall down and get back up. Your ability that when you can't see any way through, you don't give up, you don't stop. You try to think and become creative in different ways to, to get to your goal. And it's just like now, just like now with this pandemic, you could completely use it as an excuse. And nobody would ever say that you're being lazy or weak or you're wrong. Nobody, nobody would question it. I mean, I hope this, I mean, so in 2009 we had the, uh, the H1N1. Not the same, not the same at all. Um, so I don't, I, I genuinely, based on how our population continues to grow, uh, kind of uncontrolled, that I think we are going to endure another pandemic in my lifetime. Probably a few, actually, if I live nice and long like I want to. But for most of you, if this, you know, hopefully is maybe every two or three decades, <laughs> which seems appropriate, that, that yeah, nobody's going to be upset with you for, you know, hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime, but, you know, once-every-two-decades event throws you off your rhythm and your A-game, that, you know, that's, that's, that's an acceptable excuse. But then part of me goes, why? Why do, you, why do you need to clamor for an excuse? Why do you need to yearn for something that is going to allow you to just not be your best self? Because, pandemic aside, life is always going to be throwing you curveballs. And yes, this is a really huge major curveball. But once again, it's still a curveball. You lost your job. What are you going to do now? What happens if the company that you were with cheated the government, cheated the people, got sued, went under, filed bankruptcy? What would you do then? What if your skill set gets replaced? I remember when the car got him. I remember. History says when the car got invented, right? And, and everybody was like, oh no, this is gonna, you know, we can't do this to, uh, to the horse and buggy freaking industry. Right? What's going to happen to them? They're going to lose their jobs. You know, if, if we mass produce a car and, and people are using that and a horse and carriage, yeah, I'm sorry. They did lose their job, but it didn't wipe them from the face of the earth. They got different jobs. They, they evolved. They grew. They adapted. Like all these great things that just... We, we need to embrace every day. I truly think the electric car is the future in some form or fashion. Uh, Tesla's definitely onto something and being a pioneer in that regards and bringing it to the masses. And I hope the combustion engine truly does get replaced. Oh, oh my God, what about people that are, eng you know, Regular engine mechanics, diesel mechanics, right? Like, what's going to happen to them? They'll be all right. They'll figure it out. They truly will. It's okay. 
And that goes back to that adaptability. Being rigid and set in your ways doesn't provide for a successful life in the least bit. And and so you could use this pandemic to once again table any grand ideas, any big plans, any initiatives that you were trying to come up with, things in your life, personal goals that you were set on. Try not to, please. Like Because it's all about grit. It really is. It, I, if you read this book, I guarantee you'll love it. Secondly, I'll say if you're a parent, you'll love it even more. Because Angela talks about the fact that she is a parent, uses it every day on her, on her kids. I, I say use it on her kids. But she tries to apply what she's learned through her own kids. And she even says, yeah, it's very difficult. Being a parent, one of the hardest, most challenging things that you'll do in your life if you ever get the opportunity. I have raised two healthy adults successfully, fed, clothed, nurtured, and taught them as best I could. And obviously, I'm not done, but uh, they're almost adults legally by law. And uh, I can say it's definitely one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And probably most rewarding. Um, not, from, not from their point of view, just from your own internal one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it won't be till many, many, many years down the road when they truly, truly respect and uh, appreciate everything you did for them. So don't expect that now. Don't expect any gratitude right now. It ain't happening. But back to back to grit. And it's just such an interesting word and you know it's a great word that she chose on purpose. You know, it grit being the focal point. Tough, resilient, right? Like if you were to say describe for me what grit is. And and you, and you start saying these other adjectives. And and if I say somebody's gritty, right? You just feel like, yeah, they can, they can take a licking and keep on ticking, right? And that's really what it boils down to. Because there's always somebody out there that's smarter, that's quicker, better skill set, genetically superior. There's always somebody. Right, and that's why we revere those that maybe are, are at the pinnacle of their sport. Um, I know, to me, the Olympics are dead, and we—I don't know why we do those still anymore. But you can still find people who hone their skills um, in feats of strength and endeavor. You know, the, the uh, Usain Bolt of the world, right? Like, I can marvel at that. That's cool. Like, I don't think we need an entire Olympic gathering event lifetime dedicated to running really fast in a straight line for 100 meters but we have it 
so we roll with it and then you get your, your Usain Bolts which is inspiring to be like can a human being get any faster oh wait yes they can Usain Bolt <laughs> then there's all these analysis on can we get even any faster than that and a lot of people say yeah I think we've we've reached our pinnacle you know like I don't know how much more you can squeeze out of the human body in the 100 meter dash <laughs> But my point being is, is that from your standpoint, I guarantee yes. From my standpoint, there's somebody who's taller, better looking, younger, stronger. Like I can go down the list of things to try to, to minimize my own attributes. But as a complete package and who I am and what I bring to the table, and I know what I'm about, and on top of that, like I can say, hey... I'm going to outwork you. Like, you can be smarter than me. I'm okay with that. I'm going to outwork you. I got more passion, more fire. Like, these things that I think take time to build up, that with my experiences, I've been able to uh, master and hone. So, and then it just comes back to grit. Like, how bad do you want it? I talked on other podcasts before, too, about marathons. And I said, you know, my first one was was difficult, and I prepared for it, and I felt so ready for it. And I did well, you know, ran the entire time. We won't say how fast, but I ran the entire time. I never walked a bit of it, and that was my only goal going into it was just to not stop running. I'll tell you what, those last two or three miles of a marathon, you definitely want to stop running. Um, actually it was a little bit before that the whole mental game of a a marathon is incredible but that's what I'm getting at right so the first one I was very prepared for ran it completed it happy the next year we're like yeah let's do it again didn't train as well wasn't as prepared and still came through with about the same time you know plus or minus a minute I can't remember right and it and it and that was a, a huge event in my life that dawned on me that that it was just it was so mental yes if you've never run a day in your life you can't just go out and run a marathon your body will will probably at some point break down and say we're done and physically stop you like physically you won't be able to but for the for the average person who's in some decent shape can maybe run four or five miles right if you can run four or five miles you can run a marathon because it's so mental it is so freaking mental and that's to me that's like a great example of of grit of just when you think you can't go any further you can and when you think of all the reasons why you should stop but you don't because you know what your goal is you know where you're trying to get to you know what it takes are you going to do it are you not going to do it And, for, and, and that's, that's life right there, folks. That is life. That is why I love this book, Grit. I think me and, and my passion and my why of trying to foster the best out of individuals and people living up to their full potential and never letting, especially themselves, but life tell them no. Like the, the world is your oyster go freaking get it 
What do you think you can do? And then I'll tell you what, I know you can do 10 times that. Because of our ability to, to just mentally cap ourselves, limit ourselves, it, it's incredible how much we mentally, we don't, we don't even say no, but just mentally we go, I can't do that. That's not possible. That's not me. That's other people. Other people more capable, stronger, faster, better than me. They, that's for them. You know, talk about the, the, the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos of the world. You know, they're a cut above. Bullshit. Don't ever say that. They're humans just like us. You know the difference between Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and you and I? Is they put in the effort. Them. Those two guys. Just speaking to them and their successes. And, and we all know and see it. That's grit. That is 1,000% grit. That is knowing your goal and doing whatever it takes to get there. Like Elon Musk will not live to see somebody land on Mars. Like that's not happening in his lifetime. Not happening in his lifetime, not happening in my lifetime. But somebody will end up on Mars because of what he's done. And in that regards, he'll be completely successful. Like his passion and desire to put somebody on Mars, I, I think is, is tops in his priorities in his lifetime of things he wants to achieve and goals. And it'll happen. Because he 1000% has incredible freaking grit. And you have it too. Or you can at least foster it. And if you have any doubts about it, you can read the book Grit by Angela Duckworth. And it will help you completely understand the power of it. Let's see if I can park like crap. All right, this was definitely a good motivation in a mini podcast episode. Grit. I can't say it enough. And if this is your first time ever really hearing that word, awesome. Because I think it's a great word. It definitely sums up what it means to, to just persevere in life and truly be successful. And so... I don't know when the pandemic's going to end. I don't think anybody does, right? Like, we all want it to be sooner than later. Well, no duh. Like, <laughs> Captain Obvious here. But even when, even when it, we start opening back up the country, right? When we start phasing back in, whatever that looks like or whatever that entails, it, it's, it's just going to be different. Things are going to be different. And for at least probably the next year you know masks and gloves and sanitary habits and germs and viruses and diseases are going to be at the forefront of everybody's mind and we're going to act accordingly but if 
you're gonna table whatever you had planned for the next year. That's such a waste. Like for me, truly like, I, it's, it's weird. Like the biggest impact for me was the gym, like losing the gym, because for me that's a huge mental, uh, mental health, but physical health. Like everything that the, the gym should and does embody for me and working out and staying fit it's so important to me and I let it be an excuse to not eat as well or I say not eat as well but eat more junk because I'm home and I'm bored and I can't go anywhere so and getting outside when it's cold or wet and all these excuses to not run or be active or work out um, ain't gonna fly ain't gonna cut it and for me using the pandemic as an excuse it just feels weak and I don't ever want to feel or be or portray myself that way so I really do love y'all I want y'all to, to be your best and if it's not a pandemic if it's some other life altering changing event there's always something that's going to give you the opportunity to to be lazy, to not chase your goals, to delay them, table them, wait on really, wait on pursuing what really matters to you. And if it matters to you, don't wait. Like, I mean, come on. Tomorrow's never guaranteed, but today is. You're here, you're alive, you're thriving, so make the most of it. Man, great Wednesday podcast. Glad to be back at it. I do appreciate the feedback and the motivation to, to keep the product coming. <laughs> and uh, so guess what, folks? Time to work hard and be nice. That's how we hold our grit level high. And have an awesome day intentionally. Out. Out.